Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a woman who had a project postponed by the Iranian Revolution. She was the four square mayor of Tipping Point Partners and wants you to organize your life in case you get hit by a bus. We welcome Abby Schneiderman. Thank you so much. Let's go beyond the mic. Abby, in this book you co-wrote with Adam Seifer, In Case You Get Hit by a Bus, you write about the plans we all need to take care of, but never do. You were working on Everplans before your brother died in an accident. How did that tragedy change the path you were on? Well, the original idea for the business came about 10 years ago. Uh, The original idea was to create the first modern consumer company focused on what we call life and legacy planning. And we thought that there were really, at the time, we found that there were just no good online sophisticated resources that were helping people deal with this life stage in the same way that there were amazing resources for people who are wedding planning, for example, or having their first child or buying their first home. And so the whole idea was to change that and that there was, there just didn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to the fact that there were no good resources for the one life stage that everybody has to deal with. And quite possibly it's the most complicated or most stressful. We actually started by writing content and we wrote articles on everything from how do you write a will to how do you name a power of attorney to uh, what is digital estate planning? And we saw that just providing articles, you know, was, was, was the path. But my brother situation sort of changed everything for me, which was that eight summers ago, he was on his way to lunch when he was killed by an impaired driver driving down the wrong side of the road. And while he had made some financial arrangements, he didn't have a will. We had no idea how to access his account. We had no idea what account he even had. And we were left in this nightmare of a situation of having to track things down, figure out what he would have wanted. It was stressful. It was complicated. And we had to make all sorts of decisions on his behalf. And no family should be in that situation. And so what, what it really did for us was it made us realize that we had to go so much further than just providing articles for people, we had to actually help them get a plan in place ahead of time. And so that was the impetus behind everything we do. That is all of the information that we provide in this book in case you get hit by a bus. And also the impetus behind the planning platform that we've created at Everplan, where people can take the next step and actually get these documents organized and shared and accessible with other family members. As COVID-19 hit, the needs for planning has been more amplified. How does your book help people before it is too late? Right. I mean, well, you know, with COVID-19 and what we've all been experiencing over the past year, the whole world was hit by a bus in the form of a pandemic. And what we have found, and I have direct experience with related to relatives who got the virus, is that when things happen, when there are emergencies, When you need access to critical information and it's not there, it is an absolute disaster. And so what the book does is it helps you think through what all of those, I like to call nooks and crannies are of your life that are all over the place on sticky notes, on your computer, in file folders underneath your bed that would cause a huge problem for somebody else if they weren't able to access. So we help you think through those types of things, everything from passwords to information about your household or home that somebody else might need to know about. Even in, in, in light of COVID, you know, who is your primary care physician or who is your neighbor in case we needed to 
check on you when something had happened to you. And so those kinds of little details you might not think about, but they can become disasters if you don't properly organize them for your family. Passwords, bank accounts, insurance, all seem to be insufferable and nightmarish for those who are left behind. The most important question we need to ask you, has your husband shared with you the Netflix password yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and that's, that's finally, right? I mean, that's exactly right. We moved into a new apartment recently and I said to him, you know, if I didn't, I didn't know some critical information. What's the Wi-Fi password? And what is the unlock code to his phone? And how would I get into his computer if I needed to get into his computer? And then a really practical thing, but he drives to work and I take the subway or I did before COVID. And he's the one in our family who has access to the car in the garage and knows the parking garage attendant. If I needed to get access to our car, how do I do that? What do I say? How do I even tell them, you know, am I on the list? Sort of little things that seem sort of not important are the types of things we're trying to get you thinking about and training you to think about. And we give lots of tips and examples and stories in the book to make the whole topic more relatable and approachable. Abby Schneiderman, co-author of In Case You Get Hit by a Bus, joins us beyond the mic. Abby, what are the three things everyone needs to do before they get hit by that literal bus? Well, we, we think that there are a few key things that people can do today doesn't doesn't require a lot of advanced work. Number one, make sure that you have that somebody in your life knows the unlock code to your phone and the unlock code to your computer and any other key passwords that you use that they need to have access to, whether it's your Amazon account or your Apple ID. So somebody should be able to access those accounts. Next is any important, your primary financial account. Where do you you know, have your primary checking account and your primary savings account. If somebody needed to access funds, how would they do that? And then are there any important things about your household that only you know about that would cause a huge problem for somebody else in your household? Um, an example that we heard recently was uh, talking to a, a dear family friend who had just lost her husband. And she said, you know what? He had a will. He had all of his, you know, legal paperwork taken care of. But the one thing that I don't know now is how do I change the light bulbs in the house? He used fancy, you know, special light bulbs and he was the one who knew how to install them. And I have no idea how to do that. And that's the one thing that now I'm stressing about. And so we're, we're trying to get people to think through what are those little things that only you know about that you know would cause somebody else sort of stress and heartache. Um, and then lastly, are there any insurance policies or other types of, of policies that you've put in place that somebody in your life needs to know about because we've heard the story over and over and over again about how somebody took out a life insurance policy, their spouse never knew that they did that. And then the money went, you know, poof. And so uh, th those are the types of things. And then of course, like who, who in your life would need to be contacted in the event of an emergency? Is there somebody at your employer? Is there a, a, a certain neighbor? Is there a doctor? Um, and so those are the types of things that we're, we're getting you to think through very practically. Um, and then, of course, we, we go into more detail on, on other areas as well. There's so many tips in in case you get hit by a bus. What's the one that you did last? Oh, well, so so one thing that I find to be something you have to continue, continuously do is make sure that the contacts in your address book are kept up to date. 
because my address book, and it's, it's not even, I, I'm still working on this one, but it's, it's just such a mess right now. If somebody were to go in there and try to figure out who in my life was important, they wouldn't be able to do that. And so I have a lot of, a lot of messy stuff in there from years and years and years ago. So thousands of contacts, business contacts, personal contacts with out-of-date information, um, no context for who these people are. So I need to go in and organize that and do a better job of that. You note in level three that even recipes are important to save for families. For my family, it took an act of Congress to get my grandma to write down some of her recipes. That is my favorite section in the entire book, um, recipes. And because to me, uh, that that's the thing that I do now to remember my grandmother, who actually passed away many years ago, but she had this incredible recipe for um, mandel bread, which is like a cookie. And I make that recipe now all the time with my kids who are little. And I hope that they will make this recipe with their kids and their grandkids. And so we think, you know, what are those little recipes that you want to make sure get passed down from generation to generation? And then, of course, that also brings up other things. Are there any special mementos that you want to make sure stay in the family? Are there any, do you, of course, you know, do you have any, any keepsakes or jewelry or special artwork that you would want to make sure somebody in your life gets access to? Um, so we're trying to help you think through what are those things that you cherish that are meaningful or that could be meaningful to your family that you should make sure, you know, that they get to the right place. I love at the end of the book, you consider and remind people to clean things up because no one wants to see those love letters from high school especially if it's not to the one you married. I am, um, I, <laughs> I, I've been laughing about this one because I am that person. I'm the one who has boyfriend's love notes from eighth grade um, in college in my desk drawer that I do need to clean up. But, you know, everybody has something in their life that might be embarrassing or you might not want your spouse or partner finding or your parents finding um, or your kids finding, right? So there's there's lots of things like that. If you do have some of those things and maybe you don't need them anymore, either throw them away now or find somebody in your life to tell about them so that in the event that something happens to you, somebody, you know, a friend can come over and clean out your uh, boyfriend love notes. How have you spent the time in quarantine and what has changed in your habits since COVID-19? Oh, wow. That's such a deep question. Well, when COVID-19 hit, um, in the middle of March, we, my husband, I have a four-year-old and a nine-year-old, and we immediately left the city. And my family, we were fortunate enough. My parents, my dad is 85, my mom, who's 75, had us come to their home, was in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. And we were there with my other sister who had come in from California our kids, two dogs, my parents, there were actually eight of us in this household. And we were there for 10 months. And we were able to work remotely. Um, the kids did school remotely. But I will say that the, the thing that I'm sure so many of us have felt is that we were able to spend more quality time with family. And in, in our case, we were able to have a very unusual situation, which was that my kids got to spend 10 months living with their grandparents and not just, you know, seeing them on FaceTime or at the occasional birthday party or, you know, but this was, this was a different situation for us. And I think, you know, actually the, the memories that we have, we actually jotted down of this time that we had together. And I'm going to, to store those memories 
in my ever plan because those are the types of things that you know I want future gen- future generate. We're making history right now with what's happening in the world, and in a hundred years from now, somebody in my you know one of my my future ancestors will um, will be able to look back on this and read my notes and see what we all went through during COVID. Legacy letters would seem logical for people to leave for the ones we love, but it's rarely done. Why are they so important? And they're rarely done because I think it's hard for people to think ahead or think of, of themselves writing this type of letter. Sometimes people are superstitious. I think if they write a legacy letter, that something will actually cause something to happen to them, which obviously, you know, we don't believe to be true. And we think it's really important that that you you write your feelings about those that you love so that they know how you feel about them. And and it's just so important, whether it's today or next week or at a special birthday celebration or a milestone or even your thoughts on what's going on in the world. Those are the types of things that, you know, down the road, people are going to look back on and, and cherish and find so, so deeply valuable. Time's running out, so it's time for the Fast Fire Rocking Eight. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. What were you thinking when you saw your first body bag on the Hudson? Horror. Favorite alcoholic and non-alcoholic drink? <laughs> uh, Tito's Dirty Martini and seltzer water. Favorite place to think? The beach. Walking on the beach with the ocean and waves. What's one thing that people don't know about you? I have an extra bone in my leg. Really? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I know you like music from your time at Haystack. So last (laughs) CD or album or music you purchased? Frozen 2 soundtrack. (laughs) What's the one family event that always overwhelms you? Thanksgiving. Why does it overwhelm you so much? Other than that, it's family. It overwhelms me in a positive way. I just, I love Thanksgiving so much. I love being with our family. I love cooking all together. It brings back incredible memories. I just, I'm always overwhelmed around Thanksgiving with the family and happiness. One thing that you would like to tell someone you've lost? Well, this weekend we lost my daughter's cherished prickly bunny, which was her security blanket. And I'm so upset for her. Who's the last person you gave a hug to? My daughter this morning. Now, since Everplants was acquired by the National Guardian Life Insurance Company, how will this change your day-to-day activities? Everplans was acquired by um, NGL, National Guardian Life. We are being uh, left as a wholly-owned subsidiary. Um, our team uh, and leadership team are remaining on. We will remain headquarters in New York City. Everplans will, will be the same Everplans that everybody knows and loves. The only difference will be now we will have significant funding and resources that will allow us to develop our our resources and our platforms and our products even more. And so we're absolutely thrilled. And everybody who uses Everplans will be absolutely thrilled because our whole mission is to make it easier for people to plan ahead for the unexpected. And hopefully you'll read this book, you know, in, in case you get hit by a bus, and then take it to the next level and actually get a plan in place on Everplans. Your book was a kick in the rear for me to get onto some of the things that I've missed, and I've missed a lot. Somebody yesterday uh, described it to me. They said, you know, I've done some of this planning, but what your book really made me realize was all of the things that I still haven't done that I need to do. Think of it as a check-off list. You know, what have you done? What haven't you done? And we really help you think all those things through. 
How can people find out more information about EverPlans? The book is available anywhere books are sold and EverPlans uh, people can find at everplans.com. She loves American Idiot by Green Day, loves to drink those dirty martinis. She is the co-author of In Case You Get Hit by a Bus, we thank Abby Schneiderman for talking with us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It was really lovely talking with you. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. <laughs>